Welcome to the We Are SC podcast. This is Eric McKinney, and we are talking day one of USC Spring Ball. Finally here. Uh, it feels like this offseason has lasted about 10 years, uh, but, but we're going now. Um, a, a really interesting practice on Tuesday. I think everybody sort of wanted to see what does this look like. That they're, Again, a, a long offseason where Clay Helton could sit down and, and really sort of figure out what do I want practices to look like because – the, the assumption was everything that sort of happened last year wasn't the way to do it. And so there had to be some tweaks. And you heard uh, at the end of practice, Clay Helton say right away that he is focused this spring on pretty much three specific things. He said he's going to stay completely out of uh, schemes with, with the offense or the defense. And what he's going to focus on is uh, discipline in terms of bringing officials to the field, making sure that they can see every play and are calling everything. And then we saw it on Tuesday, any kind of penalty, that player was immediately off the field doing up downs. So he said he wants to have consequences for anything like that, because he said again, down the stretch last year, those late losses, those late close losses, turnovers, and penalties. And so those were the two things. The second thing, again, he said turnover margin. And he specifically mentioned there was a fumble uh, during run drills today. Not happy about it. He's not going to be happy about any turnovers from the offense this spring. Uh, one of the things he said, we talked last year about being all about the ball, but we didn't live it. And so that's something that he's going to spend a lot, of fo- a lot of time focusing on this spring. And then the third thing was competition. He said specifically this field talking about the USC practice field has always been about competition. And one thing he's going to start instituting, they are going to release a depth chart, a two deep every Friday uh, during the spring. And it's going to give guys a chance to see where they are. And from the, from the sound of him talking about it, it sounds like that's going to update quite a bit in terms of names sort of flipping around up and down. And he said, they're going to update it with whoever's playing the best at that time, whoever's putting in the most effort, those guys are going to be the guys that take first team reps and Helton went on to say he doesn't want any player to feel comfortable with where he is at any time. So there's going to be a lot of pushing and a lot of competition and we'll see how that plays out. I think getting that, that first Friday depth chart just after these two practices here uh, will will be interesting. And and a few more of the things that that he said after practice, uh, they want to learn from the past but now it's time to focus on the future. He said this will be the last time that he talks about the 2018 team. This is the 2019 team, and they are totally focused on 2019. Uh, obviously, some new faces coming in in terms of players and staff, on you know coaching staff and off-the-field staff. He said there's been a real freshness and a new energy, and I think one of those new additions that has gotten so much attention is the new offensive coordinator, Graham Harrell coming in and at at this point having had the chance to sit down and listen to Graham Harrell talk to the media hearing Clay Helton talk about Graham Harrell uh, after practice today hearing some of the players talk about Graham Harrell that I have not heard a single negative thing about him everybody is all in and has totally bought in to what Graham Harrell is doing. And I'm going to bring in Carson Marsh. Now Carson's going to do some writing for We Are SC new to the site, but he got a chance to be out there on Tuesday and uh, w- was watching the quarterbacks pretty closely. And, and Carson, I'm just curious, your sort of overall thoughts about what you saw uh, with Graham Harrell 
taking care and teaching his quarterbacks today? Well, it was a good day of uh, practice today for the quarterbacks. Uh, they started out throwing the long ball, um, and I saw some good long passes from JT. Um, actually, surprisingly, a lot of good passes from uh, freshman quarterback Keaton Slovis. Uh, also, Matt Fink was in there. He was actually running the ball quite a bit. And uh, one of my biggest takeaways um, from Graham Harrell is actually uh, adding kind of a, a physicality to the uh, position. Uh, every time uh, one of the quarterbacks would throw a bad pass or something, uh, they were doing up-downs. Uh, they focused a lot on ball security. They were doing um, run batting drills. They were uh, running the ladder on the opposite side of the field. And I was just getting the takeaway that uh, Graham Harrell is actually doing a great job on the first day of practice. And that's one of the things that jumped out to me, too, the, the physical nature of the quarterback practice. They were running forever at the end of practice, that group, the quarterback group specifically, and yet doing some ball control drills where people are trying to punch the ball out of their hands. And I know this is kind of a quarterback-centric offense. Obviously, so much relies on that. And you really got the sense that Harold wants to see absolutely everything that all the guys in this group can do. And the other thing you mentioned is uh, – Keon Slovis throwing a great ball. And we heard from, from uh, Clay Helton when he talked about Slovis, he said he's just sort of a natural thrower. And, and this was my first sort of extended chance to, to be able to see him. And I agree. I mean, I think the ball comes out of his hand extremely well. I don't think he's a guy who's jumping into that mix uh, in terms of a starter, but I, I think he is one of those guys where you bring in an offense like this. And I don't think he's sort of, the afterthought throw in uh, that, that a lot of people thought he was, but getting back to you, Carson, um, you had a chance to talk to a couple of the quarterbacks, anything after practice jump out uh, what, when you were able to speak to them. So I was actually able to speak to JT and both uh, and Jack Sears. And uh, I asked Jack Sears, what was his initial takeaway of uh, coach Harrell? And he said it was his passion for the game that he really loved about the coach. Um, also speaking about the quarterback competition because Clay Helton said that every posi position was wide open, as you said earlier. Uh, Jack, Se Jack Sears said he came to USC um, gunning for that top spot, and uh, he said he's going to continue to do so um, until, until he gets that, which is great for the competition of the game. Uh, also, JT, um, one of the fellow reporters asked him, what is one thing about your game that you would uh, like to improve? And he said his leadership which I think is very important because you see at the end of those games, like in UCLA, uh, some of the games that really uh, kind of broke the spirit of SC last year, uh, they kind of fell apart in the last in the, in the fourth quarter. So I think leadership is really going to be something that is going to drive whoever starts for this USC 2019 season. I think that's a great point. And leadership is something that, you know, you, you kind of hear whispers uh, of, People saying they, they want JT and certainly last year wanted him to take the, on that role and, and become that leader. And I, I think in term, you know, talking about leadership, Graham Harrell, again, the, the way he handled practice today, it, at, at one point we look over trying to figure out where he is and there he is up at the top of Dado Field calling plays. And Clay Helton after practice said half of that practice wasn't scripted. He was just kind of going with whatever. And, and there's this sort of, supreme confidence from him and um, a couple of the wide receivers talked about it after practice too that he's you know it's it's not a, a cockiness or anything that that goes into that level but he's so confident in 
what he wants to do and what he knows. There, there's no point where he's showing up thinking like, I wonder what if we do this or what, like he knows exactly what he wants to do. And, and you can see, I mean, he's a really young guy, but when he shows up, he's, he's again, up there by himself full, in full control of the offense. Uh, and that has happened really quickly and moving into the, the offense overall on Tuesday, I thought it looked really crisp. Again, this is, this is not their first time sort of taking a look at it the way it is our first time being able to take a look at it. But they got off a ton of offensive plays um, in terms of just seven on seven or on their own or, or team. Uh, that was, a, again, one of the things a couple of the players said was how many plays they got off. And, and I counted a, a streak and I, you know, I didn't get the, the beginning of it, but I got into double digits in seven on seven play where the ball never hit the ground in terms of plays that they ran. So that's something where if they're doing that on day one, there's obviously a, a really nice install plan in place where these guys are sort of hitting the ground running and getting things going. And I think a uh, special mention has to be made uh, of the two sort of veteran, you know, uh, older receivers, Michael Pittman and Tyler Vaughn's coming back. Pittman, especially um, he, he especially today just looked like that guy, you know, he still has all of spring, and then all summer before his senior season in the fall. But he, you, you get a sense of some of these, you know, redshirt juniors or, or, or true juniors when they come back for their senior year. And in that spring, when those seniors are gone, they can take it up another notch. And I think you're seeing that with Pittman. Again, day one of practice, but he's a guy who absolutely kind of came out on fire uh, in this practice. And then flipping over to defense, the, the one thing that sort of stood out that hey that Clay Helton talked about was again he had asked Clancy to sort of simplify the defense and it's all in an effort to get guys to stop thinking so much and just play and so whether that's at you know actual scheme and strategy or whether that's just sort of uh the the words you use to call plays or how they're called or or uh how how they're relayed to the rest of the guys that's going to be something to watch but again that's the extent of Clay Helton sort of getting into the defense uh, this spring. Uh, I think the, maybe the biggest note on defense was John Houston and Paulie Naoteote flipping in the middle there. Uh, Houston was lining up at Mike and then EA was lining up at Will. I, you know, it's, it's one of those things talking to them. Uh, John Houston, you know, he's the veteran. He's been around the fact that, it, you know, if, if he can play Mike and, make the calls and sort of be um, in, in the middle of anything, everything. I think that's fine. I don't think it's something where if this doesn't work, they stick there. Obviously this is kind of a cross training thing and we'll see how this goes or, or how this plays out, especially once you start really hitting. Uh, and then the, the other thing that stood out to me defensively is when you go back to the secondary, it is, I mean, it is paper thin at this point in terms of bodies. You had a couple guys uh, Britton Allen, the true freshman early enrollee who was starting at cornerback because Elijah Griffin is out. And then Raymond Scott, a middle linebacker who dropped back and was working with the secondary uh, at safety uh, just to give him a body because you had Talanoa Hofanga and Isaiah Polamau at safety both going. Both of them are not cleared for contact at this point. So on a practice like this where there's no pads, they can go. But once you start putting pads on, they can't do the same things. And all of a sudden 
you were down to no scholarship safeties behind them based on who was out there at this practice. So I, I think those guys are going to get a ton of time and, and credit to Britton Allen, who is here at his first practice at USC and really, you know, stuck his nose in there. He got uh, a couple plays matched up against Michael Pittman where things obviously going the way of the, the senior to be Pittman uh, able to get him on a couple touchdowns, but Alex, he, he stayed in there tough. He had a nice uh, pass breakup on a pass for Devin Williams in the back of the end zone. So he's a guy who's going to get just a ton of time this spring. And I think he might be a guy where you actually rely on him as a true freshman in the fall. Again, just looking at the numbers and the fact that he's going to have some experience there. Uh, and then defensively, too, something that popped out, just one guy at each level that you went in hoping – you know, if this guy flashes, that's going to be a really good sign for the defense. And, and true freshman Jake Drake Jackson up front had a fumble recovery and a sack during team drills. He's a guy who absolutely looks the part at this point. Uh, the linebacker position, seeing Solomon Tuliapupu back out there, making a couple plays in pass coverage. And it's just, you know, he's a guy that w it was just killing him not to be on the field last year. And so the fact that he is back and going now, I think he's a guy who – Again, maybe not even as a starter, but a guy who is definitely going to play a lot and can be sort of a, an emotional boost uh, to the defense. And then dropping back to corner, again, if you line up in the secondary, you need to play, and you need to play well because you're going to get called on. And seeing cornerback Isaac Taylor Stewart, again, it's a big spring for him, uh, redshirting last year. And again, with Elijah Griffin out, they're docked probably their, their best cornerback and most experienced corner. Um, and so seeing Taylor Stewart really step in and he, he had a couple pass breaks up breakups against uh, Amon Ross St. Brown and was, you know, getting a, a little chippy with him. And so that's, it's good to see that his confidence level is up there. Um, and, and I think he had a good practice. Tyler Vaughn's uh, specifically mentioned Taylor Stewart and then Chase Williams too was another guy that's good to see out there. Um, he mentioned those two as having, nice practices. And then the last thing I, I want to mention from practice is uh, Ben Griffiths, the Australian punter comes in and, and he, first of all, he looks like a tight end or a wide receiver or some, someone that does not punt. Um, but watching him, they were running some drills where uh, the punter was asked to, to kick a coffin corner and then four, four or five uh, special teams guys were coming down to cover it. And he, it was basically like having a jugs machine back there. Uh, he was automatic. You know, he's got the little, the backspin kick. And I, I think he dropped, you know, maybe 10 or 12 punts within, in between the six to 12 yard lines within a few yards of the, the sideline. And so we got a chance early on to see him kind of just let some punts go. Um, but, but the combination of that and the touch, it's, it's, punter is going to get overlooked. I mean, in a spring where you're talking about a quarterback competition and what the defense needs to do and new coaches and all that. Um, but again, just day one, that seems like a, a real safety net uh, and maybe even a weapon that USC hasn't had before. Um, so I, you know, that, that's sort of our look at day one, obviously much, much more to come. Uh, Carson, I appreciate you coming in. Uh, chatting about the quarterbacks a little bit, um, and we'll certainly get get you on uh, as spring ball goes and this quarterback competition heats up a little bit. So for Carson Marsh, this is Eric McKinney. Thanks for listening to the We Are SC podcast.